Smashing the Plateau. I'm David Schreiner-Khan with Going Solo. In this show, we discuss building your own successful business after a late career job loss. Every time I book the next client, that's when it feels sustainable. Today on episode 25 of Going Solo, I'm speaking with Alex Winokur. Alex was on a strong career trajectory as an executive leader in the nonprofit sector until a reorganization happened. Listen as we discuss how Alex created a new plan for his own work and how he managed a transition that has lots of challenges. If you're trying to build your own business after a late career job loss and want to make more money faster with fewer mistakes along the way, Sign up for a complimentary Going Solo action planning session now. Go to goingsoloplan.com. That's goingsoloplan.com. Now let's welcome Alex Winokur. Alex is the principal consultant at Winning Consultations, specializing in leadership development and team building. Prior to his current role as a leadership development consultant and trainer, Alex served in athletics administration at several NCAA Division III institutions throughout the Mid-Atlantic and New England regions for 15 years, and then as an executive leader in the nonprofit sector. Alex, welcome to the show. Thanks, David. Happy to be here. Yep, great to have you on. So, Alex, was your role as an executive leader in the nonprofit sector your last job? That was my last full-time role, yes. Okay. And and what were the circumstances under which you left and transitioned to something new? I reorganized myself out of a job. So we were we're a 14,000 member nonprofit institution, and I basically ran half of the building. So it was still in athletics, but I was the director of health and recreation um, that had six departments under me and over 100 employees. And we were going through some budgetary stuff. And as the executive team, Um, which I was part of, spoke, we were figuring out different plans. And one of the plans ended up being one of my plans, which was to combine some top-level positions. Uh, Unfortunately for me, it ended up being my position and the membership director. So that ended up being one person. So we uh, took a month, implemented that, did it with my staff, and then it was, uh, now what do I do with the rest of my life? Yeah. Wow. So were you thinking that you wanted to do something other than work there before this, the discussion about the budgetary issues and the fact that you needed to to find some kind of um, change in the organization? So did you have those personal plans before that? Yeah, I'd always kind of thought about it. I'd always kind of about doing consulting, um, not necessarily opening a business, but just kind of doing it on the side. I've been thinking about it probably for the last well, now four or five years, but at the time it was like the last three years of kind of getting in and doing a little bit of writing, doing a little bit of teaching, doing a little bit of consulting where it wouldn't just be a regular full-time work for somebody else kind of job. So it had always been in my head. Okay. And were you actually, as as you were going through this initial thinking that essentially made it public within your organization that you were putting yourself forward to transition out, how did you feel about it? Uh, the transition itself. Yeah, how'd you feel about how'd you feel about the like like the the fact that you were putting yourself forward and and there was this next phase that was going to be probably quite different than what you had done. Well, and, and that's the thing too. When the transitioning out was happening, I wasn't fully prepared to go into the next phase yet. So it kind of happened 
as the transition was happening, got to the end of it, I got to October 15th was my last day. And then the next day was like, all right, uh, now it's real. Now what do I do? And that's kind of when everything came up. So I hadn't, although I had it in my head previously, I didn't really have a plan at that point. My plan was still, okay, well, I'll get another full-time job and move on. And then as that started in the month immediately following the reorganization, that's when I really went back, started having you know tough conversations with myself. Um, my wife was super supportive. This was actually her idea of like, you've always wanted to work for yourself. You'll never be happy to work for somebody else. Why don't you give it a shot? And then in the background, I was still like, okay, but I'm still going to apply for jobs here and there and use some networking here and there. So it was uh, not always initially the plan. And even when it was, I mean, it was scary. The first, gosh, it's still scary, but it was definitely scary when we made the leap of like, okay, let's actually get some partners. Let's start a company. Let's form the LLC. Let's do you know all the ins and outs of it. It's, uh, it's frightening and it takes time, a lot of time. Yeah. And, and were, did you actually apply for jobs during this process? Yes. Yeah, I did. I still always kind of had that in the background. But my problem was I didn't know exactly what I wanted to be at that point because I had been in college athletics. I had been uh, a basketball coach, both on the men's side and then the women's side at the college level in Division Three, which is the non-scholarship division. Then I was an assistant and associate athletic director at the college level and that was right before I became the director of the nonprofit. So after all that background, I was like, I don't want to do that anymore. It's not making me happy anymore. So it's like, what do I do? Where do I go? So I was kind of, as I was building the consulting business, which is a leadership development business, I was also looking at L&D roles. So I was totally changing the arena that I was looking at and that I was applying for. And obviously, except for the background that I had in some leadership development that the NCAA had trained us to do back in 2016, I didn't have any corporate experience with L&D. So, you know, most of the people that I was applying to were like, well, we like you, you're interesting, you have a lot of education, because um, I have two masters, but like, you're just not the right fit, because we just can't slot you in. So the interviews really weren't going anywhere. Uh, I made a couple finalist positions, and a lot of the applications weren't really going anywhere. So that kind of uh, helped me out and to build a little bit more of the business just because the interviews weren't happening. Uh, they weren't moving forward because I didn't have any experience in that specific role. And a lot of people can't see outside of that to see the skills you have to kind of put that into the role they have and train you a little bit. So was there a point where you said, okay, I'm done looking for a job. I'm done trying to get interviews. I'm just going to go all in on the business. Yeah, when I started to uh, build the website, so we did everything ourselves. You know, I have some partners now. In total transparency, if you go to the website, my marketing coordinator is my wife, who has background in public relations and communication. So she's very helpful in editing things. But like once I started to build the website, started to build up the business social media profiles on LinkedIn, on Facebook, really went all in on networking. That's when I was kind of like, well, I can't do this and have in the back of my head that I need a full-time job because that's just not going to work. Even just mindset-wise, it wasn't working because I always had in the back of my head, well, I'm kind of toying with this. If I can build it, great. And then in the back end, I was like, but I need a full-time job. So once uh, unemployment ran out, that six months, I'd say about a month after that, so probably in the seventh month of this process, that's when I was really like, all right, forget it. Let's just go all in. If something pops up down the road, 
food if one of my networking people say, hey, we'd like to hire you full time, then I'll talk to them. You know, never. That's one advice I have is never uh, let somebody go like that. You know, always have the conversation. It's 15, 20 minutes of your time or a coffee or something like that. You might as well always talk. Um, But that's about when I was like, all right, let's go whole hog. Let's really go and do it and see if we can make this thing work. Yeah, seven months sounds like a long time to feel somewhat bifurcated to me. Am I wrong? No, 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 it is uh, to a certain extent. But with how the job market is right now, I mean, I know there's a lot of jobs out there, but it's tough to get certain levels. So once you're a certain level position, you're applying, you're talking to people, you're networking. So as I was networking, I was kind of talking to people about two things. One was, what's your industry? Like, I'm trying to look for a full-time job. And the other is, I'm also building this consulting business. And that's also when I went out and I got some partners in it. You know, we started going full. Like I said, we built the website, made it look much more professional because before it was just kind of like me talking to people. Um, That's when I started booking more individual groups and corporate groups, things like that. I made partners with somebody who is a Six Sigma black belt, so we can do a little bit of process improvement. So we kind of expanded our offering so it wasn't quite so niche. And, And then that's when it really made a difference and can be more than a side gig where it's, you know, we're in the gig economy, but this is no longer a side gig. Like, this is the gig. This is it. <laughs> and we're going to make it run as long as we can. Right. And how many of you are there now as partners? So there is four of us now. Um, so one of my partners, like I said, is a Six Sigma black belt, deals mostly with process improvement. And then I aid him with that. Uh, one person's in a totally different industry. She is a lab animal veterinarian, which sounds kind of weird considering what we do. But she deals with a lot of medical, a lot of pharma, because she can speak their language. So she helps out, and they need text trained and stuff like that. So she kind of focuses on that. Uh, And then there's me, who does all the leadership training, does the team building, both short and long term, um, mostly using the Wiley Everything Disc as a basis, which is a personality behavioral assessment tool that you take online. And then, like I said, my wife is our marketing coordinator. So she has a full-time job. Um, which is helpful because that means she has the benefits, which means that we have like health insurance and things like that, which is super helpful from that side of things that, and she's very uh, supportive. So she helps a lot with, I create the social media content and things like that, but she edits it, makes the pictures look nicer, you know, little things like that. So she's like a quarter time employee, I guess. Right. So which, which sounds like a great team with diverse skill sets and diverse talents to bring to the table. Yeah, and we've all known each other forever. So that's helpful. We know culturally we get along. We know personally we get along, which is a big deal. And we trust each other. Right. It, it's a huge deal. Yeah. Alex, um, so so now you've been at this for a little over a year. How long did it take you to feel like what you're doing as a business owner is sustainable? Or, or maybe you're not even there yet. I was going to say, I'm supposed to feel like it's sustainable. <laughs> Every time I book the next client, that's when it feels sustainable. <laughs> Actually, to be perfectly honest, so back, at, you know, I'm going to go backwards to go forwards. Um, back in 2016, I was trained in leadership development by the NCAA. And that's when they got us uh, Wiley Everything Desk certified. And we used to do about once a month, I would go to different colleges, work with teams, coaches, staff, things like that. 
So that was from 2016 to like 2018. I did that for about two years, just working on reimbursements. So that kind of got my confidence level up that I could do that side of things. Now, in the last year and about two months, because it started about, you know, end of October, early November last year, now it's the networking and sales side of thing. Um, and I honestly think that maybe uh, sustainable is tough, but maybe in the last month and a half, two months, I felt like we have traction because before that it was, we have one client. Okay. Now what do we do? We have one client. Okay. Now what do we do? And there was like no leads. Even if the clients were big, we had a big client over the summer, a big retirement benefits firm that was a friend of a friend kind of thing that we had a long-term project with. And in, if you look at our social media, it's all documented there for the most part, except we couldn't use their name because they asked us not to. And from there, it was like, okay, now what do we do again? And like every project was sustaining us until the next project. And just in the last, I'm going to say month, month and a half, this is the first time that we have something set up in January. And then we have good prospects for February, for March maybe a couple long-term things, something like that, where like I feel like I don't. we have to keep working on networking and sales and such, but I'm not too worried about it through like the summer. So just the fact to get kind of six months ahead is a big deal to me. So maybe about a month, month and a half, but uh, you know, talk to me in another three months and I'll let you know how I'm feeling. Yeah, no, no, that's huge. Congratulations on, uh, on getting to this point. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot of legwork. <laughs> it, it sure. Listen, um, being an entrepreneur is not for wimps. That's for sure. Yeah, no, no. You got to be a little bit fearless. Yes. So, so through this whole process, what I'm also hearing is that you and probably your partners as well have been juggling a lot of different tasks. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like that on any small team, but yeah, absolutely. What are some of the the strengths that you have relied on to keep focused on producing the best outcome for yourself and and maybe your your partners have done the same some of the same kinds of things I, I think more than anything else knowing that we have the knowledge behind us and that we have the confidence behind us that we do good work that every place we've gone to and we know every place we will go to knows that we give quality um, that the sessions we do, that the long-term engagements we do, when we did the process improvement, like they know we do fantastic work. So that gets us through, even when you look at our social media and we're like, we're not necessarily getting followings, but you look at the documentation of things and you're like, wow, that's a lot of really cool stuff. That's a lot of good information. So that's kind of what we've always fallen back on is that we know we're good at what we do. And it's just a matter of finding the right people who want to take advantage and then finding the people who understand what we do or educating the people so they understand what you do. Because from my side, when you say leadership development, like even my dad didn't necessarily know what that meant. And he was in corporate for you know 40 years, worked for Citigroup, worked for ING, stuff like that. And, and he didn't even know exactly what it meant when I said leadership development. So it's been like a little bit of an education side of things for us. Um, but I think that's where we're getting better and better. So we do a little bit of, we know we're good. We know we have the knowledge behind it. We know we have the good experience. And then I think we're doing a better job of educating people. So it's just striving to educate and then striving to network out on that side of things too. Okay. So what does leadership development mean? 
oh, I knew that question was coming too. Uh, so leadership development can be individual or teams, and it's working towards your goal as a person, as a profession, especially when you're talking about communication. That's kind of our focus within your team and within your corporation. So it's building managers. It's building leaders so they can be better leaders and get more out of their teams, um, making sure teams are the most cohesive they can be, making sure they're effective and efficient and figuring out where the deficiencies are. And we'll go in and we'll do individual workshops or we'll do long-term engagements, kind of like executive coaching-ish without it being individual executive coaching like that, where we use these personality assessments and behavioral assessments to show people how best to communicate with others, how best to get the most out of somebody, and then how best to get the most out of your business as a whole which has you know, hit pretty well across a variety of industries. And Alex, who's your ideal client? You know, we don't have that right now. I think we're young enough where we haven't hit a niche. So we've worked with anybody from small realty firms. Like I mentioned, the um, benefits firm. We're in January, we're working with a large dental group that has over 100 employees. We've worked with nonprofits. Um, we've worked at the college level. So we haven't really hit that niche yet where it's, you know, giving the uh, word of mouth sort of thing where it's one person tells one person, another person tells another person. Uh, I assume we'll get to that point at some point. But right now, I mean, we're just working connections and networking. And I mean, LinkedIn is LinkedIn's my jam. I'm always on LinkedIn talking to people. I'm pretty sure we connected on LinkedIn, too. So, I mean, I'm always on that. Yeah, sounds great. So Alex, I'd like to actually go back to something you said earlier about mindset and how important mindset is. Can you talk a little bit about what that means to you and, and what you've done with regard to mindset? Yeah, it, mindset is just kind of getting over your own fear and just working forward on things. So it's figuring out what your overarching goals are and where you want to go and then figuring out each day how you can make a step that gets you closer to that. So every day you should be working on something. And it doesn't matter what it is. Some days are better than others. I know I'm the same way. Some days I'm really talkative and I want to make calls, calls, calls. Some days I want to do emails. Some days I want to work on the website, produce some social media. And some days I just want to go walk around and have a coffee and don't do anything. Um, but I'm always learning something even in those. So I'll go out with a, you know, a leadership development book or a book on the everything disc to read a little bit more on the research. So that's really the mindset you have to go. And you also have to have the, I'll ask anybody anything at any time kind of deal where you're not an annoying salesman because I'm not a salesperson at all. I'm more on the communication side and I'm more the laid back kind of thing. But feel that at any time you can talk to somebody about your business, about what you do and about how it can be helpful uh, and whether that's a free thing or a paid thing or whatever. You know, just feel free to be able to do that. And how how far in advance, if at all, do you plan what the one thing is that you're going to work on every day? Sometimes it's when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> Sometimes I have plans where I'm like, I have to do this kind of thing. Like I said, we're working with a dental firm in January. And, you know, in the next week or so, I need to get them the online assessments because it's all an email thing. So I need to make sure that they get an email introducing the idea, then get the online assessments, then do a follow-up, and then I have to make the presentation 
um, which is, you know, customized for every person we work with and every group we work with is a customized presentation based on the assessments if they do the assessments. So like that kind of thing, it's going to be set up in advance. But a lot of the time, I mean, honestly, I'm kind of a free flowing kind of person. So I'll wake up in the morning and be like, all right, what do I feel like doing today? Sounds good. Alex, wh- what do you dream for your business to become? <laughs> I think you had uh, before sustainable uh-huh. <laughs> without me having to or others having to constantly sell. I will be totally transparent. I dislike selling. I'm not a salesperson, nor will I ever be. I'll have a conversation. I'll reach out to people. And if they want to talk, then we'll talk. Um, But that's what I'd like to get to is, you know, you're talking about what's your industry kind of thing in that all of our business starts becoming longer term, where everything is three to six month engagements, which would be fantastic. And where it's handed off from one company to the next kind of in a uh, generalized kind of way where it's just person to person saying, hey, you need to bring them in because they can make a difference and your morale, your company will go way up and everything will just be, uh, like I said, more effective, more efficient. Communication will be better. So that's that's where I want to go. That's a great dream. And Alex, what's been most helpful to you in this process of going from employment to becoming a successful entrepreneur? Don't call me successful yet. I, I still need my motivation. I said, be, I said becoming. <laughs> becoming. Oh, okay. That's better. <laughs> That's much better. Uh, support. Absolutely. Support of you know my wife, my family, my friends, being able to bounce ideas off people, even people who are in the industry. Uh, I've joined and then became the vice president of programming for the Mid-New Jersey ATD chapter, which is the Association for Talent Development. And like those people have been fantastic with support, ideas to bounce off of, saying, hey, what do you think of this? What do you think of this idea? What do you think of this article? Stuff like that. That's been super, super helpful. Yeah, sounds great. Um, Alex, if somebody wants to learn more about what you do or go deeper with anything we've discussed and get in touch with you, where would they go? So you can go to our website. It's winningconsultations.com. And we're also on social media. We have LinkedIn. It's at Winning Consultations. We're on Facebook. It's at Winning Consultations, LLC. And all of our contact information and everything's there. You can also contact me and connect with me directly on LinkedIn if you want. Uh, or you can email us at winningconsultations at gmail.com. Sounds great. And Alex, do you have a free gift for our audience? Yeah, sure. I can come up with a free gift. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anybody who contacts and references the show um, or somehow gets me directly through you, David, if you want to be the conduit too, that's all right also. Uh, you can get uh, 10% off on our services. And obviously that's going to be customized and dependent on exactly what you're looking for. So we can have that discussion, but we'll do a 10% off and then we'll do a buy one, get one in the online behavioral personality assessments. So you buy one, we'll give you one for free. Sounds like a great offer. Um, Alex, I want to thank you so much for being a guest today uh, and joining us on Going Solo, sharing your insights. My guest today has been Alex Winokur, the Principal Consultant at Winning Consultations. Thank you again, Alex, for joining us. Thanks, David. Anytime. When you visit the Going Solo website at smashingtheplateau.com slash going solo, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mention on the show. 
Today, we learned how Alex built a leadership development consulting firm and said yes to his dream of being an entrepreneur and much more. If you are trying to build your own business after a late career job loss and want to make more money faster with fewer mistakes along the way, sign up for a complimentary Going Solo action planning session now. Go to goingsoloplan.com. That's goingsoloplan.com. Remember to subscribe on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review if you can. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.